At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as Mackenzie Kramer. He does great work over at ESPN, does a lot in terms of their that's an information department. He does some great contributions with the show, The Daily Wager, as well. He's going to be joining me in segment. He's going to be up in about 15 minutes. We're going to be chatting with him about what we're seeing this week in terms of the NFL, some of what he likes, and also some of the look-at lines as well. He does a great job on that front as well, taking a look at some line movement, where expectation and what we actually get after the games for Sunday are played and you're able to then fire in for the next week. I think that he does an amazing job on that front. So we're going to have a great chat with him about that in about 15 minutes. And we might have a college basketball conference preview for you guys as well as I let you guys vote on the conference previews that you wanted to see in order. If we've got time, and this is a little bit of an if, might be taking a look at the Horizon League tonight as well because unfortunately we don't have any MLB games to break down that are going to be going down for Friday. And we do have a, or for Thursday I should say, we do have games for Friday, and we're starting to get pitching matchups right now. It's seeming like Adam Wainwright most likely going to be going for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals have yet to confirm this. I will say that right now. So the, you can't blame me if they don't wind up going with them as their starter. But it is looking like it's going to be Hugh Darvish and Max Scherzer and Mets versus Padres in that game one. And pretty much we know the American League side of things. Mariners, Luis Castillo against Alec Manoa, Shane McClanahan, 
Shane Bieber. They're going to be going for the Cleveland Guardians. And as of right now, DraftKings has lines in terms of both of the American League games, the National League games. They are currently holding off as of right now, but let's just take a look at these series in general. And when it comes to betting these wild card series, I would say stay away from these just series props in general. I think that you could just make more money betting these game to game because taking a look at what we've got at DraftKings right now in terms of all four of these series, Cardinals are minus 135 favorites, plus 115 for the Phillies to win that series. The Padres are plus 145 to the Mets, minus 175 in that series. Guardians are minus 125 to plus 105 on the Rays. Blue Jays, minus 170. Mariners, plus 140. You just take a look at any of those underdogs. If you hit two out of three bets, being able to get plus money on those teams, you're going to make more money than if you're going to be betting the series props in general. If it goes three games, if it goes two games, well, obviously you're going to be able to make more money just betting both games individually than if you just end up doing one of these series props. So I would say just stay away from the three-game series prices in general. That's just my personal opinion. And I shared you with you guys this last week, if you're really taking a look at MLB futures right now, whether that be odds to be able to win just any of these series, whether it be odds to win the World Series, odds to win the pennant, you're able to go down the line. I really think that you're better off doing a money line parlay. This is like the worst time of the year to be firing in on any sort of MLB futures because, I mean, the Astros are right now in a lot of places right around plus $4, plus plus four twenty-five to be able to win the World Series. If you just take the Astros on the series price that they're going to be getting, whether that be either of the teams that they're going to be facing off against, they're going to be a relatively sizable favorite. But instead of putting that one unit on the Astros to win the World Series at plus 425, if you put that one unit on their first series, you then take the one unit that you got back and then the winnings from that, and you just keep rolling it over and rolling it over. You should be able to get a little bit of a better payout for one because now you're able to shop the line. You're able to take a look at, oh, insert book here as... The Astros at minus 160 for this price. Meanwhile, book here, they've got minus 150. You're able to get a little bit of better price that way. You're able to maneuver that. Plus, let's say Jordan Alvarez, Jose Altuve, they get into an unfortunate go-karting accident or something like that. Well, you know what? You've got a little bit of protection there because you just can never predict when a player is going to get injured. You can never predict when you just get that absolutely terrible matchup as well. Well, you can, but sometimes it turns out to be snake eyes. Sometimes it comes up diamonds, and you just have fewer things that you need to handicap all at once. You're able to do it just sort of on a situation-by-situation basis, and if you don't like what you're seeing in terms of, like, the Houston Astros matchup, maybe there was an unfortunate injury. They're just going up against the team that has their number in general. You know what? You're able to walk away from the table with your winnings there, and you don't have to try to hedge. You don't have to try to go to prop swap or anything like that, so... I really think that that's the way that you want to be playing futures right now. Don't take any of these World Series prices, any of these just series prices in terms of the wild card itself. If you really want to fire in on any of these futures, that's the approach that I'd be taking. But in terms of these wild card rounds, I'd be surprised if any of these four road teams are going to be able to pull it off. Because keep in mind, with regards to the three game wild card series, all three games are going to be played on the home site of the higher seed. So the Cardinals have all three games at home, along with the Mets, Guardians, and Blue Jays. So that is something that I think is very important. And just with the Rays and the Guardians series, this is the one that is the most tightly priced, and I think rightfully so, because if you're taking a look at the early numbers on the Shane McClanahan versus Shane Bieber start, 
Right now, Bieber is a very slight favorite. At last check, I was seeing him between about a minus 110 to a minus 115 favorite, but this really is going to be the do-or-die game for the Tampa Bay Rays because we remember last season with Kevin Cash, he just completely overmanaged his team and he ran that bullpen straight into the ground because at any even whiff of danger, five zip codes away, it went straight to the bullpen. He had zero faith whatsoever in his starter, and the starter in Shane McClanahan right here, you're going to probably need to have a little bit more kid gloves with him because Shane McClanahan is coming into the postseason in absolutely terrible form. He had to leave one of his starts. It was against the Houston Astros, I believe, about two or so weeks ago because he was dealing with a little bit of tightness. I believe that was more in his neck slash back. Those are things that you don't want to be messing with in general. He was looking like a Cy Young candidate prior to, I would say, very, very early August dealing with injuries. The guy has not been 100%. And if you get the Shane McClanahan that we've been seeing over the last month, month and a half, it is curtains for a Tampa Bay Rays team that I'm not even kidding when I say this. They've got two players this year on their roster with more than 12 home runs. I'm not saying that the Cleveland Guardians are the monsters of the midway or anything like that because they rank at the bottom five in terms of home runs on a per-game basis themselves. But, man, you need a little bit more in terms of the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Cleveland Guardians are really the one team that they actually outgun this Tampa Bay Rays team in terms of bullpen. The advantage that typically you are going to have with this team is you're typically going to have the bullpen advantage with the Tampa Bay Rays, typically the starting pitching. You know what? It's a little bit more lackluster. You're able to go down the line on that. But I mean, with the Cleveland Guardians, you take a look at the way this, this bullpen has pitched since the All-Star break. It has been complete and utter nails. A 235 bullpen ERA since the All-Star break. That is number one in all the big leagues. And as a matter of fact, if you just separate out American League teams, there's no other team with better than a 295 bullpen ERA in the American League. That's .6 points clear of every other team in the American League. Now, I don't think that any of these wildcard teams are necessarily going to be making a lot of noise. When it's all said and done, I do think that you're going to be getting chalk in terms of the uh, championship series between the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees and then the um, LA Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves. But if there's one team that is starting to grow on me more and more because they are coming into this in very good form. The Cleveland Guardians, I believe, have went something like 11-3 and in their last 14 games. They had a very, very good run to end the season. They're playing their best ba baseball. I do think that it could be the Cleveland Guardians because when it comes to October baseball, the air in a lot of these stadiums, especially in the Midwest and the Northeast, it is a little bit colder. That means that balls that were flying out in June and July, they are not going to be flying out this time of year. You don't need as much offense. What you need is depth, and you've got so many guys with this Cleveland Guardians team that are able to come out of the bullpen. James Karinczak and Emmanuel Classe are the best 8th and ninth inning duel in all of baseball right now. And then you throw in there Trevor Steven, Nick Sandlin, even someone like an Angel de los Santos. All these guys with a sub-3-3 ERA. Sam Hentages has a sub-3 ERA. He's a former starter. He's able to lend some innings for this team. And now you're able to take someone like in Aaron Savali. I don't think that they'll move Cal Quantrill to the bullpen if they make it through this wild card round. I think that he's going to be their number four starter, and he better be because the Cleveland Guardians are 16-1 and in Cal Quantrill's last 17 starts, and that lone loss, you may recall, it was that infamous game in which there was the four-and-a-half-hour rain delay against the Seattle Mariners. He could only throw three innings as a result, and after a four-and-a-half-hour rain delay, he was just kaput from there, so he couldn't come back into the game, but and that's how good 
has been for this team. So I do think that the Cleveland Guardians, they offer a little bit of sneaky value there. And I do think that it's a little bit troubling that they are the shortest favorite on the board. If I be looking at any team to perhaps be able to pull off a little bit of an upset, it is for the reasons I'm mentioning right now. And that's the Seattle Mariners because they have been good in the bullpen. Now, you got to give credit where credit is to the Toronto Blue Jays. They have been actually very good in terms of their bullpen as well. Both of these teams have been two of your best in terms of bullpen ERA since the All-Star break. Both of these teams do rank in the top nine. The Seattle Mariners have a little bit of an edge. I do think that the Mariners, they've got a little bit more depth in general. They are going to need to get by Alec Manoa in game one. And personally, I think that Alec Manoa in that spot, he should be right around about a minus 150 or so favorite. I saw him opening up in a lot of books. More in that pocket of, I would say, about minus 135 to a minus 145 DraftKings actually has the best number on this game at a minus 135. So if you're looking at that, I would fire in now because that minus 135 might not be available very, very long or, well, as a matter of fact, when you wake up, it probably is not going to be available. But I do think that there's some relatively solid value there. But in terms of the Seattle Mariners, rough time being able to put the ball in play in general. They've been a bottom three team in terms of batting average since the All-Star break, but the pitching is absolutely amazing. The Toronto fans, they're going to be rambunctious, but also keep in mind that the COVID-19 mandate that you did have for teams that were traveling to the country of Canada, that is now lifted, so that means that Robbie Ray is going to be able to pitch in the series as well, and that certainly does mean something for the Seattle Mariners team. They're going to be back at full force, unlike when they went to Toronto a little bit earlier in the season. So I do think that it's very interesting to take a look at these wildcard series. I see a lot of chalk, but you know what? I'm going to be taking these game by game, and I am here for all the mutiny that might be coming with it. And I am here for all the great NFL action this week, as we're going to be talking about that with Mackenzie Kramer of ESPN in studio next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are very hard at work getting ready for the upcoming season. The VSN season prep guide is available right now with strategies and best bets for the season at get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts including Andy McNeil with predictions for teams and players win totals daily betting tips season-long trends to watch plus three things every new NHL better should know this guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey betters and those a little bit newer to the sport give yourself an edge season and get the VEASAN season prep guide by becoming a VEASAN pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe Back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. And great to be joined by Mackenzie Kramer. He does absolutely amazing work over at ESPN. And a man that was retweeted by Adam Schefter a couple days ago, which always love to see that. And Mackenzie, great to have you in studio tonight. Thank you. It's an easy way to gain a couple hundred followers real quickly. Oh, yes, absolutely. And should be more than that, in my opinion, as we need to get this guy up further and further. But that is just my personal opinion on that. But Mackenzie, want to lead off before we take a look at week five of the NFL season to something that I know that you've been doing, and I absolutely love it because those that follow me know that with regards to my handicapping and everything that I do, I'm always taking a look forward as like Tuesday morning, I'm already taking a look at like Wednesday's games, doing that sort of handicapping, trying to be able to have my handicap out before openers come out for a lot of these games and I know you're doing that in the NFL and I do think that it's a great way to gain value so just take the listeners and viewers through what you've been doing in terms of this and just how you've been able to spot some good numbers in general with it. Yeah, I know some people don't like to talk about look ahead lines just because the limits are on it on it are usually pretty low. So, yeah. but because of that, you can finally usually find some softer lines that, that people aren't betting into. The NFL is one of the toughest markets to bet into on, on a weekly basis, just because the lines get so sharp because everybody bets into it. But if you're betting a week out. And the limits are lower, so you can't bet quite as much. But I'm not betting four or five figures a game normally, so I don't necessarily care about that. So I love looking a week ahead because I think you can find some value in some of these lines. Like a couple lines like I tweeted about today, um, like the, the Dolphins minus one against the Vikings. I think that's a line that could easily move. I like the Dolphins this week against the Jets. I think the Dolphins are the better team there, and I don't know why they're only laying a point in that matchup. 
Bengals Saints, another one too. Like I, I'm pretty down on the Saints. I think the Bengals might increase their value this week. The Saints might decline in value this week. And you kind of try to just try to look for lines that you're not going to lose that much value in. And you bet if you bet them now, like a couple that I bet this week that have some good value. I took the Cowboys plus seven against the Rams last week. That line's now five, five and a half, but you get the seven key number. That's really important. And uh, the other one was the Bengals plus three and a half against the Ravens. Now that line's three. So getting that hook a week early is really important. Sure, I you know the, I have the Packers minus seven and a half. I lost a half point there. Or, sorry, I gained a half point there. Lost a half point with the Bucks, but those aren't key numbers. So I really mind that. So I had some pretty good success doing that last week, at least in terms of getting opening line value. We'll see if that turns into cashes at the window. But uh, I love looking at look ahead lines and trying to find value. And you mentioned the fact that the limits are going to be lower. So any professional better that is trying to do this completely for a living, that's going to be a little bit of an issue. But that said, I'm sure that at the very minimum, 90 to 95% of our listening audience, that really doesn't necessarily apply too much. So should be good there if you're betting like 100 bucks a game or even lower than that. You're certainly going to be able to be in the clear there and able to get some good value in terms of just the closing line. And the one thing that I do want to ask you about, though, in terms of this as well, how much does injuries factor into that as well? Because I do think that a player like a, for example, Jonathan Taylor, who's going to be out for this Thursday night game against against the Denver Broncos, that's something that needs to be factored in as well. And I think that that's probably the trickiest thing that you have to do when balancing all of it. Yeah, I mean, there's always the injury factor, and sometimes you're going to get lucky with that. Sometimes you're not going to get lucky. I mean, one thing you can potentially look at is, hey, which teams have a giant drop-off between one quarterback and the next where you could potentially get that massive line value? Like, if you know, if, you, if you're taking the Packers a week ahead of time, which I did, but Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, then all of a sudden you're going to lose a lot of value doing that. But if you pick a team like Miami where there isn't quite as big of a drop-off, I mean, I know that line moved when uh, Tua got hurt. I believe the look-ahead look line was like six or something like that, four and a half. Yeah. I, for, I forget exactly where it was, but... But uh, now that line's three, three and a half. But so you get a little less of a drop off there. So in general, it's probably le- uh, better to target teams that don't have these elite quarterbacks with these giant drop offs, so you don't get caught that way. But most injuries, most of the injuries don't move the line that significantly anyway. So you got to be pretty unlucky to catch an injury that'll really give you that horrible line value. Yeah, but I was mentioning that when I was taking a look at Thursday Night Football, even with your star linebacker and. Jonathan Taylor out of the fold for the Indianapolis Colts. It's not a line that is necessarily move very much unless if you have a quarterback that's out of the fold. It moves it. It does move it quite a bit. But I mean, with that said, I do think that it's a little bit of an oversight that we don't move the lines as much for guys like running backs, wide receivers, star pass rushers, list goes on and on. That's certainly a discussion to be had as well. But I know that in terms of what you're taking a look at in week five, you've already bet on the Seattle Seahawks. They are finding themselves right now as a or. Yeah, the Seattle Seahawks are finding themselves a five and a half point underdog against the New Orleans Saints. And this is something that I've been trying to quantify all week long. These teams that they are coming back from Europe and they don't have a bye week because typically you've got a bye week. You're able to reset your body clock and things like this. I think that that's a little bit troubling both for the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings a little bit less so because you're going up against a Chicago Bears team that the forward pass is right now eluding them. But Take me through the Seahawks versus Saints game because I'm with you. I think that there's some good value here on Seattle. Yeah, it's interesting, the uh, coming back from London narrative, because it used to be the NFL would give t- every team off the week after the London trip because that's they just figured, hey, you want the extra week off to get your body clock back in order. But teams recently, that, that seems to be the new trend of wanting to play the next week because they want to have an actual bye week as, as opposed to having their bye week ruined by having their body clock like this. That's not the main reason I highlight that game. You do look at that trend, though. It's two and three against the spread teams that come back from London and uh, don't miss a, a week. But 
I'm just super, I'm just not that high in the Saints, to be honest with you. It, it seems kind of trappy, but I don't really trust Dennis Allen and, Jay, and either Jameis or Dalton to win by a touchdown here. Both games are a favorite this year. They needed a big comeback against Atlanta to cover, and uh, they lost outright to pa the Panthers, who are not very good this year, though. I kind of like them this week. And the Saints defense, everybody thought they'd be really good this year. They have the worst pass rush win rate in the entire NFL this year, and we've seen Geno Smith put up at a ridiculous <laughs> completion percentage this year, and Geno's been pretty good against the spread in his career. He's 17 and nine against the spread in his career, four and one uh, with the Seahawks. I mean, we, we Gino's been a laughing stock, but he's played pretty well this year. And it does seem kind of trappy, like maybe this is the Saints get right game. But I don't know if I buy that. I don't, I don't think the Saints are that much better than the Seahawks. And I think that number's a little bit too wide. And I think Gino has actually covered nine out of his last 10 games against the spread as well, which you wouldn't think Gino Smith being a cash cow in terms of the quarterback spot. Actually, a lot of people know that Teddy Bridgewater is as well with the Miami Dolphins, which that's always one that I think gets a few chuckles from people as well. But certainly Geno Smith has been Geno money for you all season long. But let's look at a team that I just cannot bet on. I know that you're going to be opposite of myself here. Tennessee Titans against Washington Commanders. Commanders open up on the look at right around a pick them. Now they're about a two and a half point underdog. I recognize that the Tennessee Titans aren't so terrific. Derrick Henry looks to be a little bit of a half step slower than he's been in the past. I can't bring myself to bet on Carson Wentz. So I know this is an ugly underdog to this is an ugly underdog that I mean, it's really one of two ways here. Take me through what you're taking a look at in terms of Washington, because I just with me, Carson Wentz is on my list of guys that I want. <laughs> You have absolutely no part of whatsoever. Trust me, I'm not really dying to back Carson Wentz either, but what I'm dying to do even less is back Ryan Tannehill as a road favorite yeah. against anybody. I've been down on the Titans all season. They haven't done that much to prove me wrong so far this year. Obviously, they did well on the, on the road last week beating the Colts, but their running game this year, the second worst yards yards before contact in the, uh, before, per carry in the NFL this year. Washington's defense has been really bad against the pass. They've allowed the, uh, the most 30-yard plays in the league, but most of that's through the air, and I don't think this Titans passing game is really there to exploit them. And I think the commanders, their commander's offensive line was kind of beaten up the last two weeks against the Eagles and the Cowboys, but the Titans are not nearly as good as those two teams inside. The commanders have a solid receiving core. But I, I mentioned that the commanders have allowed the most 30-yard plays in the NFL. The Titans have allowed the second most, and I think Washington could kind of make some big plays in the passing game. They have a nice receiving core with McLaurin, Dotson, and Samuel, and I think Washington might be. I think Washington had plus money. I, I kind of like them in that game. It's really at least really ugly to back Carson Wentz. I'm hoping that it moves to three, but I, I'm leaning hard Washington pretty hard that game. And by Sunday, I'm sure we'll have action on it. I can't get behind Washington, but this is an ugly underdog in which we're both on the same page on. That would be the Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars in an AFC South that. I mean, we just talked about the Tennessee Titans. They aren't so great. When it comes to this Colts versus Broncos game, I have yet to take any action on that one myself because uh, I really don't want to be laying the points with the Broncos. I really do not want to be trusting in the Colts, especially a banged-up Colts team as well. But I know that you're a little bit in on the Houston Texans and getting a full touchdown here. I am as well. What are you seeing in the Texans? Really, it's just a pure fate of the Jaguars at this point. Like you, They need to prove to me that they can lay seven points in the spot. We've seen them do well as underdogs this year, even though they Trevor Lawrence is a fumble machine last week against the Eagles. But can they lay a big number and cover it? They've lost eight straight meetings against the Texans. I don't know how much I really buy into that, but... 
this is, the Jaguars aren't used to having these games where they're supposed to win. This is the first time they've been fa- favored by this many points since 2019. The last four times they've been favorites, they've lost outright. I know it's a different regime. You can't look that much into the trends, but when these teams that aren't used to these spots now all of a sudden have to lay big numbers, I typically look to fade them because they're not used to this spot. They might be thinking, hey, you know, we're, we're a really good team. We should be able to walk right through Houston. I'm not sure they can. I, seven points is a lot in this one, and I, I like the Texans getting the seven. As our good friend Wes Reynolds says, they are getting fat and happy, and we are very happy to be talking a little NFL with Mackenzie Kramer of ESPN. We'll continue the conversation next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. The Sports Betting Network. The temperature might be cooling off, but the fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when they make a first time deposit using the promo code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIM, the Sports Bank Network. Being rejoined by Mackenzie Kramer, does great work over at ESPN, doing a lot in terms of their stats and information network, and also doing a great job in terms of taking a look at their show, The Daily Wager, as well. And Mackenzie, what had you trending was what you tweeted out a few days ago, and it was picked up by Adam Schefter. The fact that this is the first time since really the NFL AFL merger that we have seen the Pittsburgh Steelers as this big of an underdog. They are two touchdown underdogs against the Buffalo Bills. I know you gave out that nugget. Did you take any sort of a position on this game? No, not really, to be honest with you. I, I think, if anything, I would take Pittsburgh in this game just because you have the variance of how Kenny Pickett looks in this one, but this is a stay away for me. It's the largest line we've seen in the NFL this season, 14 points, and like you said, it's the first time the Steelers have been laying, or sorry, the Steelers have been getting 14 points in the game since 1969. They've been the only team in the NFL since the 1970 merger to never be a 14-point dog, and Mike Tomlin, since the, since Tomlin became a head coach, the Steelers are the only team in the NFL with a winning record outright as an underdog. Don't think they're going to win this one. Maybe I would take them with the points, but I'm most likely going to stay away from this one. I'm leaning towards a 14 myself. I've yet to have the stones to fire in myself, but that is where I would be leaning as well. And I know that you're just all over some of these ugly underdogs <laughs> for this week, which I absolutely love. Like, there is not a lot of people are taking a look at the Carolina Panthers right now and that's another one of these look-at lines that we saw a big jump in because the uh, 49ers on the early look-ads that you were finding this time last week, they were a three-point favorite. Now they're up to a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Carolina Panthers. And I do think that this is getting a little bit too lofty, especially with a total of between 39 and 39 and a half. I don't want to be necessarily making a living trying to bet on the Carolina Panthers, but I do think that this much of a line move, and with the Carolina Panthers being at home, this has just gotten up a little bit too high. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking with this game, too. I mean, it's funny. Like, I looked at this card to start the week, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there was very few games that really stood out to me, the ones that I really liked on paper. And the more I looked at it, I'm like, well, part of the reason why is because the teams that I kind of like are are these really ugly underdogs, and Carolina's one of them. I know Baker Mayfield's been playing like the worst quarterback in the NFL this year. He's dead last in the NFL in total QBR right now, but 
I'm kind of banking that he's not this bad. He's bad, but he's not <laughs> worst quarterback, 15 total QBR bad. If he could just play below average instead of the worst quarterback in the NFL, Carolina might be able to keep, keep this kind of close. I know San Francisco's got a great defense. They're number one in EPA per play, but Carolina's got the ninth best defense in EPA per play. I think Carolina can do a pretty good job against the 49ers defense, and if the Panthers can do anything offensively, I think they could sweep out of cover, and you know, if, if things go, if things break right for them, maybe they can even get an outright win at this one. I, I'm not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo laying seven points as a uh, on, on the road in this game. And I do think that you did something interesting with this card as well as you're taking a look at this Eagles versus the Arizona Cardinals game. But I know you're taking a look at it in terms of the first half rather than the full game. What would prompt you to take a little bit more of a look at the first half rather than the full game? Well, if you look at, at, at the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury era, the time that you want to bet on the Cardinals is when they're an underdog. Kyler's 18, 10, and 1 against the spread as an underdog. But if you look at how they've played this year, they just haven't shown up in the first half of games. They've been outscored 66 to 16 in the first half of games this year. When they have played well, they, they've gotten backdoor covers they ha- or backdoor victories against the Raiders. They were trailing at halftime against the Panthers as well. So the Arizona has been such a slow starting team this year. The Eagles have such a good, such a big advantage in the trenches at this one where I I, kind of like them to cover the five, but I just trust them more laying only three in the first half. I think the Eagles in this one, the Cardinals have no home field advantage. I don't give them any credit for that. And I don't think they have much of a pass rush either. And the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Hurts when he's got at least two and a half seconds to throw. He averages 11.4 yards per attempt, which is best in the NFL. And and I think in the first half that, that they'll be able to take care of business in this one. And I do think that that's fascinating because with regards to games that you take in terms of first half versus full game, I know that it's been a little bit more popular in terms of college football just because with college football, you do get those big spreads with like Alabama, Georgia, insert your favorite here, Ohio State being like a hundred million billion point favorite. They get up big in the first half and then they call off the dogs or inserting a lot of backups in the second half. You're not going to be finding that as much in the NFL. And if you do find the backups in the NFL in the second half, that point spread is going to be far, far too small to make a difference because, like we were saying, the two touchdown spread that you're finding in the Pittsburgh Steelers and the and the Buffalo Bills game is the biggest that we've seen all season long. And, well, you're not going to be pulling starters in a 14-point game. So I do think that that is always something that is interesting to take a look at. And I know that in terms of this card this week, We've got quite a few favorites that are north of a touchdown, and I know you're taking a look at a little bit of a teaser as well, so take me through what you're looking to tease because I feel like this might become one of the most popular teasers of the entire football season, not just for week five, but just for the entirety of what we're going to be seeing. Oh, yeah, I'm not the only person touting this teaser. I've heard it on other shows. I've heard people talk to that don't that don't even watch sports, but they're like, hey, this looks like a really nice teaser, and I agree. It's What it is, it's just Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Get Aaron Rodgers and get Tom Brady to, to laying less than a field goal against the Giants and um, uh, against two bad teams. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that they'll be able to take care of this and that one. I know Atlanta's 4-0 against the spread, but I trust Tom Brady to get the win there. I mean, I don't really believe in the head-to-head stuff, but he's never lost to Atlanta, and I don't think he's going to lose this time to Atlanta. Um, and I think Green Bay against the Giants, I, I liked Green Bay in the look-ahead line in that one. I'm not quite as high on that as I was when I bet it last week, though I still like Green Bay in that one. It uh, looks like Daniel Jones is going to play, at least he's practicing, but under three points, I think that I like that teaser a lot. Yeah, because I actually am looking at the Giants getting eight. I don't disagree with you. I think that the Green Bay Packers should be able to win this game outright, but I do take a look at this Green Bay Packers team right now, and 
They're more of a defense-oriented team at this point, which is really strange to say with Aaron Rodgers being under center. And I just don't know if they're going to be able to score enough to be able to cover this number because with the New York Giants, you saw them pull that wildcat when <laughs> Daniel Jones was out of the fold, which party like it's 2008 and like you're the Miami Dolphins. But I do take a look at this New York Giants team. The defense is relatively respectable. Saquon Barkley is right now leading the league in rushing. I do feel like eight is a little bit too lofty, though. I don't want any part of them to be able to win this game outright. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I was Like I said, I was much higher in Green Bay last week, but it looked like Kadarius Toney might not play. Wandale Robinson might not play. Daniel Jones got banged up uh, last week as well. It looks like all those guys might be playing, but I, I still think Green Bay in this one. I, I know they're typically not the team you like to lay a, a big margin with, but in these big London games, I like to take the big favorites. In fact, if you look historically, there have been six favorites in London of at least seven points, and they've all covered the spread. So, I, I'm, again, I'm not, even though I write the trends column for our ESPN chalk <laughs> page, and I, I say I'm not a big trends guy, even though I keep bringing up the trends, uh, but I do think uh, I like Green Bay in this one. I think seven and a half is a little bit short. Maybe it's, it might be close to the right number, but in general, I, I think Green Bay, Green Bay can get this done. And I do think that the one thing that you've got to note, if you, like me, are taking a look at the New York Giants, you got to make sure that Daniel Jones plays in this game because Tyrod Taylor is right now dealing with a concussion, and that would mean that you'd be relying upon Davis Webb. And Davis Webb, well, for his career, he's got as many passing yards as Mackenzie Kramer and Greg Peterson. And he got that, cut in camp. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was a third-round pick a few seasons ago, and he has produced as much as Greg Peterson. That is not a place that you want to be, but I know that a place where you're taking a look at as well in terms of college football is that I know that you're taking a look at a little bit of a Heisman future as well, and it's not one of the big guns. It's not someone like Mr. Bryce Young, or you take a look at the favorite right now over there at The Ohio State University and C.J. Straub, but I know you're taking a look a little bit further down the line. Take me through what influence you to take a 100 to 1 underdog in the Heisman market. Yeah, I'm a sucker for these long shots in these futures markets. They don't usually win, but again, they're 100 to 1. They don't need to win that often. And the guy that I'm targeting right now is TCU quarterback Max Duggan. I know he's a senior quarterback who hasn't had a lot of success in his career. In fact, he even lost his starting job entering the season. But if you look at his numbers so far, he's third in the nation in total QBR. The last four quarterbacks to win the Heisman all finished top two in the QBR. And three were, three were number one, in fact. He's got 11 touchdowns, no picks. Been a lot of big plays in the running game. He's had 10 touchdown, rushing touchdowns this season before. He blew up against Oklahoma in a big win there. And he, he just checks a lot of boxes. TCU is a top 15 team. They're still undefeated. They're one of the favorites in the Big 12. They're plus 450 last I checked. If they are, if they do have a great season, they go 12-1, and maybe even 13-0. and Duggan's got a, a chance to win, especially if something happens to Stroud. We saw Bryce Young get banged up this week. You know, if Ohio State drops a couple games they shouldn't, the narrative, I could see Duggan uh, getting among the favorites. And at the very worst, you maybe have a hedge opportunity later. So Duggan, I took a small uh, place, a small major on him at 100-1. to And I do think that with that as well, they cannot lose outright to Kansas. I'm seeing the line anywhere between 6.5 and 7, in which TCU is a favorite. I don't think that they need to cover, but I do think that he needs to win outright in order to be able to keep that alive. But I do like it because with college football, I mean, outside of the top three teams, you really don't have any value in terms of that market. I think that in the Heisman market, you do have much more of an opportunity because you just need one player to be able to explode. And you exploded with absolutely great content here tonight, Mackenzie. I always do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Always great to have. Thank you very much. Mackenzie Kramer does absolutely amazing work over at ESPN, doing a lot in terms of their sets and information network. So great to be able to get him aboard. And coming up next, we're going to be taking a look at a little bit of college basketball here on Beeson Esports Bank Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Take a stab at $5,000 in prizes in the Halloween Ends Gridiron Challenge. Join and draft your fantasy team, then play in the contest on October 9th to win your share of the cash. Head on over to DraftKings.com. Slash Halloween ends now to play for free. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions. They do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. I will give you about my 15-second hot take here on Halloween. I will leave it here. I typically don't veer off too far off the rails. But the best part of Halloween, November 1st, when the Halloween candy is 75% off. That is the absolute best part of Halloween. I will go out there and I will say it right now. You can disagree if you'd like, but that is my absolute favorite part of Halloween. And 
one of my favorite parts of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN is always being able to welcome on great guests like Mackenzie Kramer, who joined me in the last segment, does tremendous work over there at ESPN, a man that got retweeted by our good friend Adam Schefter a few days ago as well. And all of these tremendous guests, they are thanks to my wonderful producer, Jason Kahn, day in and day out, puts in just incredible work. He is one of the best producers that you're going to find in the industry. I am very lucky to work with him and the entire cast that works here over at the Greg Peterson Experience. It is amazing. As Taylor, he gets me set up on audio. All of you guys listening on radios, we are growing. More and more stations are picking up Vison and the Greg Peterson Experience. One of his thanks to Taylor because every single night, things come through crystal clean thanks to him. And then you've got all the graphics on screen if you're watching on vison.com slash any of the many providers that carry Vison. Check your local listings there. But Nick, he does a tremendous job doing the technical directing, putting up all the graphics. These guys, they are absolutely amazing workers. So a big thanks to them and all that they do night in and night out. The show says great Peterson experience, but it takes a team to be able to make it work. These guys are absolutely incredible. Now let's take a look at something else that's absolutely incredible. The fact that we are, if you're out here on the West Coast, 33 days from the start of the college basketball season. If you're outies, 32 days away from the start of the college basketball season. I'd let you guys vote on which conference you wanted to hear. Last night, you voted for the CAA, number two in that poll. That was the Horizon League. And when it comes to these previews, I'm going to also try to keep this to where you can utilize some of the just strategies in general. If you're taking a look at things like the NHL, NBA, just ways to be able to improve your research because we've got a lot of sports that are on the horizon are going to be starting up as baseball comes to an end. You get the NHL coming back. That preseason is currently in full swing. The NBA is currently having their preseason. That season starts in fewer than two weeks. That is really sinking up upon us. And then college basketball, a little bit more than a month away. But when it comes to this league, I mean, it is one of the most random leagues out there because the Horizon League, it is known as the Ole League by me because there's absolutely no defense played by anyone in this league at all, and it is absolutely incredible. You're in and you're out. You're able to find some very good overs in terms of this league. Last year was a little bit of an outlier, and many of you guys may recall why last year was an outlier because there was an infamous team that had one of the worst stretches of offense that we are ever going to find. That would be IUPUI. If you don't separate the letters, that translates to UEPUI, which very, very accurately describes their offense. With IUPUI, the Jaguars, or we should call them the Aguars, because there were no jump shots being made by this team. 51.3 points per game last season. That was the second fewest points over the last 12 seasons of college basketball. And the team that had scored fewer points, I think it was Grambling State, like, 10 years ago or something like that. With that, what happened was the shot clock actually went from 35 to 30 after that season. So, I mean, that tells you how bad IUPUI was on offense. And, I mean, it was really because if you take a look at IUPUI, we've got to make a couple excuses for them because they were just so badly decimated that they had five healthy players at the end of the season. They were the first team since Jacksonville State played against Charleston Southern in 2000 in a D1 versus D1 game to only have five players play the full 40 minutes. So they are going to be naturally a little bit healthier. They lost a lot of guys via the transfer portal, but they bring in someone by the name of Bryce Monroe. He was at San Diego last season, six half points, 2.2 assists per contest. While he was at CMU State about two seasons ago, he was more of a 10 point per game score. I actually have them avoiding the seller because UW Green Bay is just an absolute dumpster fire right now 
my home state of Wisconsin, just has this team in UW-Green Bay that I still have no idea why they fired Link Darner. And this is something that you always want to take a look at when you have a coaching firing that is just a little bit out of the blue. It hasn't necessarily hurt the Miami Dolphins because I do think that it's very fair to say that that was a coaching firing that was out of the blue. Mike McDaniel at this point, he's been able to do a solid job. But UW-Green Bay went from a guy by the name of Link Darner who he was just yearning and year out, having UW-Green Bay, having some success. They were, at the very minimum, a fun team to watch. They made the NCAA tournament once under Link Darner in the 2016 NCAA tournament. They proceeded to get blasted by Texas A&M. But you know what? You're in you're out. UW-Green Bay was a team that, you know what, you were able to hang their hat on. This was a fun team to watch. They were able to put up points. Sandy Cohen was in college basketball for 500 million billion years. He was so old that I remember heckling him at the free throw line when he was playing for Seymour High School. So, I mean, that goes to show what sort of a program UW-Green Bay was. But, I mean, for UW-Green Bay last season... 315th in points scored on a per-possession basis while being in the bottom 75 in tempo. Things have not worked out for Will Ryan. They have lost pretty much every single player via the transfer portal year in and year out. They lose each of their top five scores from last season. They return Nate Jenkins, who gave you nine points per contest. It is no good, very bad for the team. They are unable to attract transfers right now. That is something to take a look at. And then the one team that I think you want to be taking a look at and the one team that I think is going to be one of these teams that you want to be probably handicapping a little bit differently from the beginning of the year to the end of the year because we have seen it from them quite a bit, that'd be Oakland. Oakland had a really good start last season, and we've seen this a few times from the Grizzlies where they come out house of fire. They're able to cover some games. They're able to get some nice outright wins as well, and then it goes straight down the toilet bowl from there. Oakland last season, 16-5 and to begin the season, and then they lose seven of their last 11 outright. Now they bring in someone by the name of Rocket Watts. He was a former top 75 recruit, a Big Ten freshman of the year player. Rocket Watts for his career has shot less than 30% from three-point range, not necessarily a willing passer. And Oakland, they have proven time and time again that they're willing to give guys the green light. If you remember the name Rashad Williams, He took the most three-pointers per game of any player that we've seen this millennium in college basketball. He's on Arkansas Pine Bluff, by the way. That is going to be a fun team to watch. But with Oakland, they seem to always have one or two guys that dominate. Like Jamal Kane, he was able to give the team 20 points, 10 rebounds per game last season. Hopefully you like the fact that I dropped in the word able on purpose. But when it comes to this Oakland team, they're very much going to be a shoot first, ask questions later sort of team. But the team that I actually have winning this conference That would be a team that I absolutely love their mascot. The IPFW, better known as Fort Wayne Macedons. And the reason why I like Fort Wayne for this upcoming season is, well, they're going to need to get a little bit better on the glass and in terms of defense in general, as they average an offensive rebound on 19.5% of their missed shots. They're from 339th in the country at 358 D1 teams last season. We're now going to have 363 this season. But what they do a good job of, bringing back Jared Godfrey, 15 points. Four and a half rebounds, 3.8 assists, two steals per contest, and he shot 38% from three. As a whole, this was a team that they shot in the top 30 in terms of three-point shooting percentage, and this was also a team that was just completely amazing at the free throw line as well. They have quite a few guys that they were able to knock down over 90% of their free throws, and that is going to be very big because while you're taking a look at a lot of these teams that they might be letting you down in some big spots, they might not be able to rise up as much, IPFW, I think, is going to be the absolute opposite of that. If you've got IPFW laying like 
five, six points with a minute left to go, and they're up by five points. You're going to have a lot of guys getting hacked and going to the free throw line. You're able to feel very, very good about this IPFW team. They're going to have probably four out of five guys out there on the floor. They're able to shoot at least at least 75% at the free throw line. So that is going to be a little bit of added insurance on that front. And they were actually the best cover team in the Horizon League as well. They went 19-12 and 12 against the spread. And I think that there's typically a big correlation between teams that they're able to make you money and they're going to lose you money based on the free throw line. Now, Sammy used to say it out in the Southland. They were actually the worst team in all of college basketball in terms of free throw shooting percentage. They were a little bit of an outlier, but Detroit, another good team at the free throw line. They bring back Antoine Davis. He has registered at least 23 points per contest each out of the last four seasons of college basketball. They were your number two cover eight team. So I do think that Fort Wayne has a good chance to be able to win you a lot of games and a lot of money in general because they are a very good free throw shooting team. And that's something to look ahead to for the upcoming college basketball season. And look at is the basis of the pro tip for our number two. You're able to get these if you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. All laid out very nicely, separated by show and by sport. We do 20 per day, VEASAN.com slash subscribe for that. And when it comes to the NFL, taking a look at early look at lines can provide very good value. We were talking about this with Mackenzie Kramer about 30 or so minutes ago. While a lot of people are looking at week five in the NFL, trying to find some value on week six, I do think it's something that is worth doing. And something else that's worth doing, trying to find some value in terms of the wild card games that we're going to be finding for Friday. We've got some set matchups in the American League. I'll run through those next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. Must be 21 around sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.